torrential rain in Western Europe. Same low pressure system that caused heavy showers in London earlier on in the week is now sitting over many central parts of Europe. Calculating the hot days we can expect in future summers. The number of extremely hot days the UK could see could increase almost fourfold. And an interesting recurring statistic. is likely to be the first time that we get above 30 Celsius anywhere in the UK in 2021. This is relatively late in the year. It's Friday the 16th of July and you're listening to Weathersnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir and this is Weathersnap, the insider's guide to the week's weather headlines. This week, torrential rain caused severe flooding in Western Germany and Belgium. To explain current conditions across Western Europe, here's Deputy Chief Forecaster Chris Almond. We've had heatwave conditions further west over Europe earlier on in the summer. and That sort of gave the energy to the thunderstorms, which you've now got over central areas. The same low pressure system that caused heavy showers and thunderstorms and some local flooding in London earlier on in the week on Monday has now drifted further south and east and is now sitting over many central parts of Europe, including Germany, um, where we're continuing to see some very heavy thunderstorms, heavy rain. This was a slow moving area of low pressure. And that's the reason why some parts saw so much rain over a long period of time, because the system wasn't going very far, very fast. Is that correct? When you get low pressure in summer, it tends to create these showers and thunderstorms. And as you said, under light winds, it just doesn't really move anywhere. So if you do get caught under a large shower, there's nothing really to blow it along. So whereas in winter, we typically have stronger winds and heavier showers would move through much more quickly. Quite often at this time of year, the winds are lighter. And so any showers you do get could be hanging around for quite a while. So the air is still very unstable across central Europe and the risk of thunderstorms into the weekend. There's still some very heavy thunderstorms around over parts of southwestern Germany, but the good news is that it should improve over the next day or two in these parts of Germany as that system moves further south and east. However, that does mean that um, slightly different areas might be affected with these heavy, slow-moving thunderstorms. So places like Czech Republic, Austria, uh, maybe into Hungary and then down in towards uh, the Balkans and Croatia. But at the moment, we're not expecting conditions there to be quite as severe. What's happened over Germany is quite exceptional. Deputy Chief Forecaster Chris Almond. Understanding the frequency and intensity of extreme weather in coming decades will be vital as nations around the globe race to address the issue of climate change. Met Office Helen Hanlon is lead author on a new scientific paper looking at future weather events. Climate correspondent Graham Madge spoke to her earlier. We have measured the impact from a variety of different weather extremes at increasing global warming levels from 1.5 degrees to 4 degrees of global warming above pre-industrial levels. There's a number of key findings, for example, um, the number of extremely hot days the UK could see could increase almost fourfold by four degrees of global warming. Currently, we see about 10 days a year. This could go up to around 37 days per year, and this would be where daily temperatures were exceeding 25 degrees. What can you tell us about changing rainfall patterns in the UK? We looked at the number of high-impact heavy rainfall days. These would be days where the levels of rainfall are exceeding thresholds that would lead to potentially severe weather warnings being issued. Currently, there's about seven days on average where this criteria would be met, and this could increase up to about 11 days per year in England and Wales if we got to four degrees of warming. 
What does your research tell us that we didn't already know? The novel aspect of this study is that we have quantified changes in impact at different global warming levels, not a particular time in the future. This is useful for assessing how much adaptation would be required at different levels. For example, how much greater our risk would be due to climate change at, say, 2 degrees instead of 1.5 degrees, which is a key policy consideration. And also, we've been able to show impacts at 4 degrees of warming, which is still physically plausible to reach this level this century. And it gives us an idea of what we're trying to avoid by taking action to curb greenhouse gas emissions. Did you find any regional variation in your study? Are all parts of the UK likely to be affected by climate change equally? We have looked at the regional differences too. Um, One example is that in the increases in hot extremes, these do increase everywhere, but some areas have higher levels of impact, um, such as the southeast and urban areas. Urban areas in particular because the urban heat island effect exacerbates heat extremes. The other interesting regional difference to point out is the sort of severity of drought and where that's increasing. The severity of long-term droughts is set to increase for a lot of the UK, but with the exception of Western Scotland and the northwest of England, the rest of the UK can expect drier periods to lead to greater impacts on, say, things like water supply and agriculture. Among other things, your research shows a decline in the number of frost days, for example. Some of these things are good, aren't they? So, yes, we have seen that um, with winters becoming milder, there are currently around 50 days where temperatures drop below zero degrees freezing each year in the UK. By four degrees, this could reduce to 12 days. So this does offer some opportunity to benefit from a reduction in impact. Um, The transport sector specifically does an awful lot to minimise our risk from ice and snow affecting the transport network, and that comes at no small cost. So with milder winters and far fewer days where temperatures go below zero, this would reduce how much effort is needed there. But then when you think about increases in heavy rainfall, we're not going to get away with no impact at all during winter. It must be remembered that we are going to see increases in widespread flooding too. Hot weather has finally reached the UK after weeks of unsettled conditions. As many on social media declare summer to have finally arrived, here's meteorologists Alex Burkill with some odd and surprising summer statistics. There are some interesting stats during the summer months. One interesting one is that the 13th of June is the only date in meteorological summer that the UK has never recorded a temperature above 30 Celsius. Perhaps more obscurely, but equally as interesting, is the fact that this Sunday is likely to be the first time that we get above 30 Celsius anywhere in the UK in 2021, and that's on the 18th of July. This is relatively late in the year, looking back since 2014, and there have only been two years where we've had to wait until July to get above 30 Celsius. In both 2014 and 2016, it was actually on the 18th of July as well that we first got above 30. Meteorologist Alex Burkhill. Now here's Alex Deacon with that hot weekend forecast. Thanks, Claire. Yes, hot and sunny pretty much sums up the weather for the vast majority. But as is always the case, there will be one or two exceptions. High pressure has moved in and is sitting around. But where exactly that high sits will dictate the wind direction. And of course, any breeze off the sea at this time of year will keep things a little bit cooler. 
There's also a weak weather front that will bring some cloud and even a bit of patchy rain and drizzle across parts of northern Scotland on Saturday, particularly over the Western Highlands, and then on Sunday more to the northeast, so over parts of Aberdeenshire and also the Northern Isles may see the odd spot of rain. Apart from that, though, it is largely dry and sunny and we'll be watching the temperatures carefully. Saturday, we'll see the peak probably somewhere across the East Midlands up towards Lincolnshire. And it may well be the first 30 Celsius uh, that we've seen so far this year. Uh, generally speaking, we're looking at temperatures in the low to mid 20s, quite widely 22 to 26 Celsius. Again, the coasts will be cooler where we see sea breezes and it will be cooler in northwest Scotland with that weather front bringing thicker cloud and patchy drizzle, more likely 18 or 19 here. Sunday sees a similar story, a weak weather front across the northeast, bringing some patchy drizzle and temperatures lower in Aberdeenshire, back down to 19 or 20 Celsius. But elsewhere, temperatures again widely in the low to maybe high 20s, possibly across the south on Sunday, the low 30s maybe a 31 in and around London, but also likely to reach 30 across parts of southeast Wales on Sunday as well. Again, the coasts will be cooler. All through this weekend, though, a couple of cautionary notes. The sun is still very strong at this time of year. UV levels will be high or very high, and it's not good news for hay fever sufferers. Grass pollen levels will also be high or very high. So stay safe in the sunshine. Heatwave criteria will be met across a number of locations by the time we get into the weekend. Beyond that, high pressure hangs around. Next week looks a little bit uh, cloudier with a chance of one or two showers here and there Monday and Tuesday, but generally staying dry and fine, perhaps just not quite as hot as it will be at the weekend. Thanks, Alex. Just before we go, here's Ollie Claydon with last week's highs and lows. Here are the UK weather extremes for the week beginning Monday the 5th of July. The highest daily temperature was Cardiff, peaking at 24.1 Celsius on Thursday the 8th of July. Catesbridge in Northern Ireland recorded the lowest minima of the week on Tuesday at 4 Celsius. The most rainfall recorded in 24 hours was on Saturday the 10th at Cardinham in Cornwall with 44.4 millimetres of rain. Tyree in the Western Isles had the sunniest day. This was on Tuesday with 14.4 hours of sunshine. Thanks, Ollie. That's it for Weathersnap. I'm Claire Nazir. Editor is Adrian Holloway. Weather Snap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.